Well, hi there, everybody. This is Valerie B. And I am your host for HR to the Rescue. And what are we going to talk about today? Today, we are going to talk about how an employer should engage with employees who have been furloughed. And I know that there is a very fine line between an employee who has been furloughed and one who has just been laid off. And in some cases, they are quite different, but for some organizations, they are the same. So let's talk a little bit about that and uh, because I want you all to be clear on what the difference is between if you're laid off and you are furloughed. Well, first of all, in most cases, and I'm saying most cases because there are some employers that still kind of call furlough, layoff, and layoff furlough. So this does not apply to every employer. But there are employers who do consider layoffs to be when you are dismissed, okay, or when you're let go and not for performance, but let's just say that they're just laying you off because they have to cut back on staff because of economic reasons or whatever their reasons may be. But, you know, back in the day, a layoff was considered temporary. So that's why I say for some employers, it is considered a layoff. And for some employers, it is considered a furlough. But you know what? In many cases, layoffs is when an employee is just permanently released. So some of the reasons are because maybe the employer just cannot afford to pay you anymore. That's one reason why they do layoffs. Or let's say that business is slow and maybe they have lost profits. They will do that as well. And then there are other reasons that are pretty much economy-based reasons. I was laid off from my job two times in a nine when I was working by nine to five. I was laid off the first time because, again, it was for economic reasons. What they did is the executives said, okay, there's a certain percentage of employees who will need to get laid off because we are not really making money. So they went through every department and they said, okay, each department has to let go of probably two to three people. And of course, I was one of those people because I was in a more focused position. My position was benefits. And they needed someone who was more on a generalist scale because they had the ability to do more than just benefits. And I wasn't that person, so they laid me off. But when I got laid off, I did get a severance package. So, and I know a lot of times you hear people say, okay, well, we're going to do a mass layoff. So that's when they lay off an entire group of people. So that's what layoffs generally and normally are unless an employer calls it something different, okay? So the layoff are usually going to be a little bit more permanent. You're going to have the ability to go and to apply for unemployment benefits. And um, at that point in time, you will not have benefits, let's say health benefits or health insurance, and your employer is going to have to give you any paid time off that you may have accumulated. Let's say you have whatever your balance is less what you have already used. So normally employers will pay you all of the time that you have accumulated. Now, on the other hand, 
Let's talk about furloughs because furloughs are generally more temporary. And the reason I say they're more temporary is because your employer may determine that they don't need you to work as many hours as you do. They may not need you to work as many days. They may cut your days. So it's pretty much like a reduced schedule for employees. But the good part about it is that you're able to return back to work and you're able to also keep your health benefits Of course, you probably still have to pay for them. So if you do have a deduction coming out of your paycheck, the employer is not going to take care of that deduction for you in most cases. I mean, you do have some very generous private employers who will do that for you, but it's going to be very rare. But in most cases, you will still be able to maintain your benefits. However, keep in mind that they do not have to pay you any time off that you may have remaining because it's supposed to be only temporary. They're supposed to be bringing you back. All they're doing is reducing your time, reducing your hours, reducing the number of days that you may work. So remember the topic when I opened up this podcast or this episode, we were going to be talking about how companies can continue to engage and to connect with employees who they have actually put on furlough. And remember, because furloughs are temporary and employees are expected to return back, it is going to only benefit the employer if they continue to engage with the employee. Well, you know, I mean, you really have to have a good manager and a good HR department to know how to actually personalize it and how to reach out to an employee who has been furloughed to pretty much keep them encouraged and let them know, you know, we're thinking about you. And you know what doesn't always work? Emails. Emails don't always work because depending on the job that you have, you may not even have access to email. So what happens is it's going to be really important that your employer is very creative in reaching out because I know some employers who actually said, okay, we are going to personalize how we reach out to those employees that we have furloughed and we're going to make phone calls. So that's what they did. They started making phone calls. And so employers are really going to have to consider all the logistics that are involved. They're going to have to think about what employees do not have access to email and what's going to be the best way to reach out to them and basically just keep them encouraged. And it's not like you have to call them every day. You don't have to call them every single day, but it is going to be really, really important if the management team or let's say your leadership team really can take it upon themselves to reach out directly to every single person, okay? Every single furlough employee of the company and just do a check-in. It's just as simple as that, especially during this pandemic time, especially during this time of COVID-19 where employees are pretty much more stressed out than usual then it's going to be a really good feeling, even though their hours have been cut, even though the days they work have been cut, which means and equates to their pay has been cut. Hearing from their employer gives them a little bit of assurance that, okay, hey, 
although I'm not working as many days and hours that I'm accustomed to, I am still encouraged because they are reaching out to me and they're letting me know that they're thinking about me. I'm on their minds. And guess what? I probably still have a job. Isn't that nice? So it's going to be really important for employers to just be creative, be innovative, think about reaching out to your furloughed employees and don't just leave them out there because they are experiencing a, a much, a, an, an enormous amount of stress, I'm sorry, and their stress level has increased, especially if they have children and their children have to go back to school virtually and they're concerned because when they do have to go back to work, what are they going to do with their children? You know, there are just so many things that are going on right now. Some of the employees who've been furloughed have lost family members to COVID-19. They've lost friends. They've lost people who, you know, maybe they didn't really know very well. But just the whole dynamic of the pandemic has really put stress on people, especially employees who are have either been furloughed or have been laid off. So that is going to be one way that an employee or an employer should continue to engage and to connect with their furloughed employees, and that is via phone. So hopefully all employers will start thinking about that and just think about what is going to be the best way, what's going to work out for my workforce. And that's what you need to do. Think about what's going to work for your workforce. Do they want to get a phone call from you? Do they want to? Do you have their personal email address? How is it that you can connect with them and just let them know, hey, I'm just thinking about you. I just want you to know everything is going to be just fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm just checking in on you. Is there anything we can do for you? Any, any way that we can help you during this time? Something. And you really do find that most private employers are the ones who do that because usually other larger public employers and, and employers who are unionized, they don't really do a whole lot of that. But private employers do it very well because I've worked for a couple of private employers and they were phenomenal and they were very flexible. They were very accommodating and they did a lot. But if you're working for a public employer, or if you're working for a big employer or unionized company and they are doing some special things for you, then be grateful and be happy about it because it's not normal and it's not usual for them to be doing that. So this was my episode for today. And tomorrow we are going to continue talking about how employers can connect to and continue to keep their employees engaged who have been furloughed. So if you have not already done so, please make sure you subscri you subscribe to this podcast, HR to the Rescue. Don't forget, you can connect with me via my website at ValerieBoyce.com or look me up on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. And don't forget, I have a book on Amazon that you must read and it's called the drama free workplace. Don't forget about that. So you know my philosophy. Stop talking about it. Stop complaining about it. It's time to be about it and do something about it. I will see you on tomorrow for day three of my challenge. Hey, I am on my way. Ciao for now.